What's happening? This is 9-11 and you are tuned in to AVG Podcast. It's always, man, you know how we do it. Let's get to it. So look, today I'm not going to hold y'all long, man. I had no, you know, for the people that have been following the platform since the beginning, you know, early on, I kind of did a lot of things by myself. I was solo dolo. You know what I'm saying? That's how I built the platform up. It was a lot of me talking, you know, just putting out thoughts and shit like that. But I start bringing in guests and just highlighting positive images in the black community because from the beginning, that was my whole purpose to just, you know, show us in more of a, um, but show us just in a better light than what we be portrayed to the masses for the most part. And so I've been continuing on that journey. Like I say, a lot of uh, the early on segments, you hear me doing stuff by myself and I appreciate everybody that rocked with me and supported. Then I start bringing on guests that were, um, you know, just the bounce conversation off with highlight what they were doing in the community and, and I got that from uh, I want to shout out my listeners because that was one of the feedback I had like they enjoyed the show but they thought I should incorporate guests so I want to let y'all know man when y'all give me feedback or hit me up man I am not too big for constructive criticism trust me I love it because it means you engage with the show that means you um you're actually listening and you have um some input so I appreciate that more than you guys will ever know. I truly do. So today's segment, I just kind of wanted to get back to my roots, man. Just um, talking to y'all a little bit, um, just getting thoughts off my head. And like I say, this segment's not going to be long at all, man. It's, it's, it's just something that's been on my head for the last few days. So I don't know. Maybe it's on my head because it can help somebody. But I would just wanted to talk about life and what's the meaning of life. And a lot of times I know, you know, we have so much outside noise and so much going on that, you know, we can't really stop and really embrace what we're doing on a day to day basis and really be in the moment because we're always what's the next bill? What's the next event? If you got kids, what's the next practice? What's the next game? It's always something coming. So your brain is in constant motion, constant motion. We never get a chance to actually slow down and really hear ourselves think. So this one is just, if you get a chance to listen to this podcast, whoever ear this touches, this one is just to help you out and just give you something to think about. So what would you consider the meaning of life? To me, as I formulated this uh, segment in my head, I broke it down to two words, two very simple words that we've heard our whole life. So you don't have to be a scholar or anybody of that nature to, uh, to understand this. But I've broken it down into two words. And it's decisions and consequence. To me, a lot of times we make things way more complicated than they need to be. And sometimes when you break stuff down in its simplest form, it's much easier for people to grasp. Now, I know growing up, if you studied in science or something like that, I forgot what grade it might have been implemented in. But you've always heard the term, um, every action causes a reaction. Now, when we learn that term, a lot of times, you know, when you're learning something early on or when you have a young mind and you hadn't fully, you know, developed all your mental capacity or whatever, you just take things for face value. Everything, every action has a reaction. Pretty simple enough, right? Simple enough. 
But when you dig a little further into that and you break it down into decisions and consequences, that is the thing that ultimately guides us through life. Those very two words. Decisions and consequences. Because see, every decision you make, it is married to a consequence. Whether good or bad. I tell this to my son and my uh and my daughter. Even when you're interacting with friends, say you're in school or whatever say certain things go on you might be in a lump lumped into a group of kids that may get in trouble might be your friends you know so you rock with them like that you know y'all get at school you clown a little bit but the decision you make to be involved with them and it's not saying you know nobody else's kid is bad but I'm just saying the decision that you make when you're in a group and you start to get highlighted there are consequences that go with it so one person could have been doing something in this group and I'm using it like this because I'm going to elevate it up. But one person, a kid, could have been doing something in this group. And now the whole group has been lumped together and been reprimanded for whatever that one kid was doing. And as you advance through life, it's the same thing. You get in that car with somebody that got drugs. It's three of y'all in the car. Nobody take responsibility for it. Guess who that fall on? The whole car. That's a charge. So if some of y'all young men moving around in these streets, understand decisions come with consequences. If you know how your homeboy moving, you know you don't move like that. You don't have to cut him off completely, but you need to let him know that you can't be around some of the things that he's doing in order to get where you're going in life. That has to be a conscious decision that you make to make sure you have good consequence down the, lo- down the road. Now you take it health-wise. Everybody on this health kick shit now, and it's good. I like to see people getting healthy, especially in the black community, because you know we eat bad, you know we eat fried food, you know we eat pig, you know we, uh, we, we love food. We love our seasonings. So, understandably so, we deal with stuff like diabetes, high blood pressure, obesity, at a much higher rate than most of our counterparts. Because food is just, it always was a comfort blanket for us, so to speak. We go to get-togethers, you know, big spreads, good food. You have parties, you have, you know, um, functions, church, churches you in growing up. Everything always down back to fellowshipping together, sitting down, you know, breaking bread. Great. Now that you're older and you know better ways of eating and you have um, better life choices and you start to get on a health kick, and you look at X, Y, and Z that needs to be broken down in your diet in order for you to progress and get to where you ever you want to go with your weight goal, whether it's to, you know, tone, lose, or um, something of that nature. But it outlines, or if you go to a health specialist, if you get uh, medical assistance in, uh, with a weight loss procedure, it still highlights and outlines stuff you can't eat, landmarks you need to uh, meet, before you can um, get to that goal or have that procedure. And guess what that checklist is when they give it to you? That's your decision-making process. 
So now the ball is in your court. Are you going to make the decisions to do right? Or the consequences you want on the back end? Or are you going to continue to do what you were doing and just YOLO? Just continue down that same road. Decisions, consequences. Financial. We're much more financially savvy now as a, um, as a community. And when I say as a community, I speak a lot to the black community because that's the community I came up in. I am a black man. So I'm passionate about my people and seeing them doing better. We've got a lot more financial literate than we were um, than prior generations. We still not nowhere near that we want to be. And it's a lot of um, it's a lot of factors that go into that. But right now, we're just going to focus on what we control. I like to always bring it back and focus on what I can control, because to me, that's the easiest way to find a solution in any problem. The part that I can control, if I can fix that. The rest, I put it in a man of hand stash. Financial literacy. Now that you know you have a goal you want to meet, you want to get a car, you want to get a house, you want to do X, Y, and Z. When that realtor, that um, underwriter, and everybody that's involved in that process give you their paperwork, say, I need you to meet this landmark, I need this in your bank account, I need uh, no expenditures on this, on going out, partying, good time. And they give you that list or that checklist. Again, decision-making process right now the ball is in your court to make the decisions of where do you want to be do you want to be in that house or do you want to continue to do what you want to do and i'm just using this as an example i know everybody's not in the market for house some people like ring so don't miss the message trying to nitpick what i'm saying is relationship wise are you trustworthy and i'm not just talking about your significant other as far as a spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, friendships. Do people deem you trustworthy? See, you can go and take people's names out in the street, slander them, do sneaky stuff behind their back. But just know there's consequences with that. Sometimes you burn good bridges, you lose good people. But you made a conscious decision to put your name on people, to put your mouth on people, when it didn't belong and that put you in an awkward situation when now they're looking at you like you are a person of trust you are in my inner circle you are my significant other but you decided none of that was good enough so you made that decision and now you have to deal with the consequences law enforcement you somebody that's moving around in the streets and I know time's hard. I know some people doing what they got to do. If you out there in the hood or we never had access to a lot of jobs or we've been looked over or our counterparts get them at a higher rate. But once you put that product in your hand and you're ready to start moving packages, you've made a conscious decision that you're ready to deal with the consequences. And a lot of times what I'm seeing is a lot of you boys folding out there. So make sure... Your decision-making process equals your consequence. Because I've showed you some of the negative decisions you can make that can impact your consequences. But it's the same way for good decisions. For taking that job. For telling your partner, no, I can't ride with you, man. You're moving funny. And now I need to separate myself from this situation because the vibe not right. Those are good decisions that can also alter your consequence that can help you in a positive way. So no matter what phase you are in life, 
always remember decisions and consequences. It's two very simple words. The shit not hard, I promise you. Every action causes a reaction. That boils down to every decision as its consequence. So like I said, I just wanted to chop it up with y'all right quick, man. Kind of get back to the roots. Hadn't talked to y'all one-on-one. You know, I've been having my guests in and I love all my guests that showed me love and dropped in, man. It's been a hell of a journey, man. I've enjoyed doing this. So um, just keep rocking with me. I got more content I'm uh, working on. Got some other stuff I'm about to put out coming down the road. So I got some real big ventures. But today, this was just to help somebody out. And if you already walk on water, hey, this wasn't for you. But pass it on. Let somebody know. This could be something they need to hear. Two words that could alter their life. Decisions and consequences. But y'all stay up, man. Y'all know how we wrap it up. Always visualize your goals. And after that, accomplish those visualized goals. 9-11, AVG Podcast. Done.